Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not here. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> the cuckoo you know that it is time for the clockwork cabaret Hooray! Hooray! i am emmett davenport and i'm lady Attica. and once again we have returned to the deep dark well that is the x-men titles <laughs> the of X- marvel comics the x universe the x universe which I'm... sounds kind of like it's the like an alternate universe or the like we've broken up with the universe and it's take a split <laughs> off or something. I just couldn't take the, the universe, this. Universe. You get that side of the universe and I have this wait, side. Wait. Can we Are do? we allowed to break up with reality? Because I have some, I have thoughts, some thoughts and, and opinions. Some issues yeah, no. about with current reality. So I did not realize that breaking I've, up with it. I feel like that's a fine thing. Was an option. Sure. Why not? Let's break up with reality. I'm fine with that. I mean, that you know, might be considered a psychotic break. I, <laughs> I think that's really good. I mean, <laughs> you know, us on an airship. Yeah, that's like that's totally, totally normal. Real. Yes. And defo, defo, not a break from reality. Well, and the fact that we're breaking from that reality by talking about the, comic books that are not. In our steampunk reality, maybe comic books are maybe comic books are normal. Maybe that's that's a thing. Hey, who knows? Just gossip about people we know. Yeah, maybe it's all real. So, did you hear about Charles Xavier's schools blowing up again? Again for the third, fourth time. Wait, no, I've lost count. I don't think that man can be trusted with children. Also, children. No, I don't. I don't know what's going on. But it's terrible. Maybe that should be our new podcast. (laughs) We Charles, just gossip. No, we just gossip. We just gossip about uh made up ca- about made up characters like in movies and films and things. Uh, fictional characters. It's fictional gossip, but that's what we're gonna do. Like, oh, whoa. I thought we were gonna call it Charles Xavier can't be trusted with well, children. Our we could X-Men also podcast. we could also do that. <laughs> that would also be funny. I would be fine with that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Join us for our spinoff <laughs> yes, podcast. Tra- but this week, we're going to delve into the world of New Mutants, which was the first spin-off of the Uncanny X-Men. Um, I, really? I didn't yeah, that. yeah, it is the, it was the first start into the, all of the, <laughs> all the, the millions of myriad X-versions. Alpha Flight. Yes, yes. X Force, X Factor, X Factor, X Generation X. Yes, X there was also Caliber. there was also 
X-Men and then Uncanny which, X-Men. No, Uncanny X-Men is the original. Uh-huh. And then X-Men was its own title without oh, the without the Uncanny. Or the the. It was just X-Men. <laughs> then there was X-Man. My favorite X Man. No, I'm just there. My favorite X Man. <laughs> no, well, there is now actually. There's the Age of X Man, or which oh. it, which each one is an alternate universe story of a different X Man. <laughs> I am not making this up. I know you're not. <laughs> well, I mean, how many Spider Man comics? Yeah, there was like a hundred thousand. There's eight hundred so, of them. Yeah, and the only reason we're doing a whole bunch of X co- titles is because. That was the thing that I collected a uh, lot of. And this and X-Force is all... Because I had some knowledge of the X-Men. X-Men's. Right. The X-Men's. Yes, and New uh, Mutants is... And I have yeah. nothing yes. to the New Mutants. So, nothing. Yeah, that's fine. Because when we do bo- Bone, I will I will be... It'll be... I'll that's be on the other side. Me, yes. Yes, you're, you might actually even have to do the... The songs, because I will have no clue. I already got some. Okay, cool. That's good. (laughs) You want to hear them? Here they go. No. (laughs) No, not for the show. Save them. Save them. Hold them inside. Hold them in your heart space. But, so the New Mutants. So, the New Mutants were supposed to be a way to attract a younger audience to the X-Men uh, team. It was a team. The team team. Oh, so it it's like, like the Teen, teen Titans. Titans. Yeah. 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 And so they're supposed to be the, the, you know, part of it is because Charles Xavier's school for youngsters uh, had a weird amount of adults and not as say, many students. Were the original X-Men supposed to be teenagers? They started off teenagers and, and then, then and then they aged out. Aged them. Yeah, they aged them. And then the... How the, old do we have to make Jean Grey before uh, Wolverine hitting on her is not creepy anymore? Yeah. The answer is a thousand. Yes. Because it's always creepy. And then the second tier X-Men were all supposed to be adults. Oh. Yeah, they were so all supposed to be... Hanging a, out in a school for children. Yeah. Which is why I think in a lot of in a lot of versions they have them being like the teachers that's instead the only of explanation that's not creepy. Yeah, that's not creepy. Are they qualified though? I mean, do they know anything about secondary education? No, but I just found out some very interesting things about substitute teachers in North Carolina. So oh, yeah, I theoretically be a substitute teacher. Yes, actually, we all can. We all can. everyone listening yes. to this podcast. Yes, honestly, in North Carolina. Depending on the school district, specific there are specific rules. Uh, anyone can be a substitute teacher. You don't even have to have a high school diploma. Oh, that's good because yeah. I mean I have several. Yes. I don't know if any of them are mine per yeah. se. Yeah, but it all depends. It depends on the school, oh. the school district itself. I think anyone I... could be a substitute teacher. Well, so, so, so X Men. So that's maybe it's X Xavier School for substitute teachers. You know, maybe all of maybe basically They've all got of the a certificate. Yeah, University. Yeah, all of those teachers. Not yeah, all those teachers <laughs> were all those teachers were just substitutes. They didn't know who they were substituting for, but they uh, whatever teacher had died. Or yes, some, you know, explosion, explosion fighting thing. Yeah, so. The New Mutants. Okay. It so was a team of teens. A team team. A team team. And uh, I started to, I tried to, to go back and revisit them, like, just, like, a couple hours ago. <laughs> there was and, the first mistake. Yeah, and it, it, the first issue, it's dark. 
gets pretty dark. They start giving the backstory of, of the characters, and, and it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking in the first, like, seven pages. I... <laughs> This was during like, what, what? and this was nineteen eighty three. Okay, nineteen eighty three, and the and the New Mutants were already like they were just they're broken, sad human beings. Yeah, they were sad human beings. Costumes terrible. Yeah, backstories right. also terrible. Costumes bordering on racist. Actually, yeah. in some instances, full right. on racist. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing at all comic yes. books. Yes, it's, it's it was. Upsetting. But but uh, I. I really liked the art when I started reading it. Uh, it wasn't when it first started. I I picked it up at like issue like thirty or something, and then I went back and collected the original. The, right. The yeah. Backed up as backed needed. up. Um, it probably wasn't even issue thirty. It was, but it was in there. It, was, it had been a little while. Uh, and the I liked the fact that it was an eclectic group of characters. I liked their powers. They were the dynamic was very interesting. Uh, I really liked the artwork because mm-hmm. uh, Bill Sawanowick was the artist when I when I started read reading it, and he was very avant garde. Yeah, he and had a crazy and very much unlike any other comic book artist <laughs> at the time. Oh, Yes, it it was a brilliant move. I think, uh, okay. you know, it had it originally. It had um, I can't even remember the the guy's name, but the original he was uh, the original artist with Chris Claremont writing mm-hmm. it, and it was pretty much a standard superhero art art drawing, like right, very yeah, much Marvel, Marvel run of the mill style right. of nineteen yeah. eighties. Very sim, very standard Marvel. Yeah, he, he drew it the Marvel way. He did, which there are some people out there that were nerds like I was and yeah. remember that draw it the Marvel way yes. book. Yeah, yeah, and he then followed the and then Bill Sawanowick came along <laughs> and did weird avant garde. Like use of negative space, weird squiggly splatter lines, going outside the box, making it so that right, literally outside yes. the borders of the of the frame in in panels that you weren't supposed to, because there are rules about yes. which panels get broken, and he did not. He did not any follow those rules. He was a rebel, and I loved it. See, that that is the one thing about the book I do know is because his version of. The uh, warlock yes. is the character that's like a computer. He's program. a techno organic being, yeah, is if I like remember a, an how al- they worded it. Slightly yes. alien, slightly computer, yeah. whatever. Yeah. However, however they yeah. just, however they just, how is it mutant? Apparently, yeah. Uh, well, he's a mutant because in on their world, uh, you don't have emotions and feelings, and apparently, and and warlock apparently did not. Uh, want to destroy they're kind of like the borg i, was I guess say, they're a little, kind of borg like a they, little bit of like a rogue borg yes data. yeah he's a hugh borg a hugh borg uh but for I your guess, star for the for the star trek nerds out there they all know who hugh borg is if you li- <laughs> if you watch next generation hugh borg uh <laughs> That's what his name was. I know, and it's just like the I don't remember. Name. I don't remember what his designation was, but I just remember oh, him being the cute. Name. He uh, liked it. He, 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 they made him like it. Yeah, uh, the writers did. Well, that's how writers work. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's the one thing about 
I, I do know is like those his crazy renditions of Warlock where it was like splattered ink and yeah. crazy like you know teeth that like like were halfway off his mouth yeah. and kind of like a and yeah. eyes really weirdly yeah, disproportionate. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. No, it was, it was beautiful. Like a, it was a, yeah, like a, an experimental art style. It actually made me uh, be get interested into other arts into other art styles because of that. Because I was like, who else? Where else can I find this stuff? And then you started reading the maps and got real confused. Well, no, no, I actually went and looked at real art, at art books and stuff instead, and that's how I found like some very disturbing art artists that I like. <laughs> and then went, oh no. And I went, I'm gonna go back to the comics because it, oh. it's a lot safer over there. Safer in the comic book world. It's there are it's fewer dangerous. perverts. Yeah, well, we we think. <laughs> not my, not my many. No not fewer. Probably statistics. They're not allowed to draw uh, genitalia, genitalia on genitalia. things. They have to be secret perverts. Yes, hide it. This is fine. Keep it. Keep it in your. <laughs> keep it in your drawers. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> no, but but uh, yeah. And so the uh, new mutants were magma, which was uh, a girl from New Rome, a area in in. South America that doesn't exist. I was just going to say, that's not a real thing. No, no, and it was essentially a Roman civilization in the smack dab in the middle of South America that was hidden. Because, you know, those hit, like, El Dorado and, and, you know, the man who would be king kind of thing. Like, oh, there's a secret society that is, that is, that has raised up. Was it in a jungle? Yeah, in the jungle, and of there, course, and it was basically, and it was a Roman, it was a Roman city. You know how much Rome loves yes. those South American yeah. jungles. But but uh-huh. she she was you know a princess in the in that <laughs> realm. I don't know. It was a weird. She was a princess. It was the a Roman princess the, from the South America. It was the eighties, and she was uh-huh. blonde too. I don't quite understand yeah, that, but so but yes, not um, very Amara Roman. Aquila and her and she had lava power. I was just gonna say, and she was a volcano. Yes, girl. and then Sunspot Robert DaCosta was uh ha- had was Brazilian, and uh-huh. he had the he would absorb sunlight and then be able to uh basically shoot it out of his hands as like he was Lasers. basically a battery and lasers. He had he had he had shooty yeah. hurdy powers. Shooty shooty hurdy powder powers. And then there was Rain Sinclair who was a werewolf. Scottish werewolf. Scottish werewolf. I do know who the Scottish yes. werewolf is. Essentially well yeah. no, she was I think she was furry all the time. No, no, she wasn't. Okay. There no, was no, a period no. of time where she decided to be furry all the time. <laughs> she was her own furry. Yes. Uh-huh. She beside yeah, she was her own fursona. That's right. She yes. took a page Wolves, out of Nightcrawler's book. Wolvesbane was Wolves her Bane. was her right. superpower name. Because they, they, like, they all have superpower names because you got to. You got to. Have to. Have a and then name. there was uh Oh god, I can't remember what Shans what Shan's uh, last name was. Ah, oh, that makes me upset. But uh, it her power, her superhero name was Karma, and um, she was she Viet, she was Vietnamese, thing. and she no, she could uh, control you with her mind. She was like a telepath, okay. but her but her but her uh, power was very focused. Could control you with her mind, and I think there was some empathy, like empath uh-huh. power there too. And then 
There was Cannonball, who was Samuel Guthrie, who was from, like, the hills of Kentucky. <laughs> they made sure that they, whenever they wrote his him speaking, it was always y'all, oh, and they they'd that. always do draw the thing where it's like, yeah, oh, so. yeah, let's make him sound rednecky. Yeah, they did that. They yeah. were like, we're trying to, we're trying to... And we're trying to express in a visual media that this character has an accent. Yes. So we're instead going to make him sound like an extra from Deliverance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that was. Yeah. Well, and they, I think they also made Amara, uh, I think they made the text weird at times oh, for her. They did like because, a, a Thor thing where they did yeah, funny font. Funny fonts for when she was basically speaking, supposed to be accented or speaking with, uh, like Rome, Latin and oh. things, and then of course they always had R- Rain Sinclair saying things like "ach," ach, and we, <laughs> and we babbins and things and och milade, och milade, give me. Just went and I, around. I love haggis. Where is it all? <laughs> I need some shorty. I need to find out that's too Scottish. Oh. It's too real. <laughs> it would be like I love haggis. Where is it? I haven't had a good haggis in a fortnight. Well, <laughs> yes. Me. Well, and then I need scotch. Yeah, and so Cannonball was the was the <laughs> Kentucky was, hillbilly that his power yeah, was. Yeehaw, yeah, his power was to uh, he could he could fly really fast and and he could basically cannonball through anything uh-huh. and was invulnerable. When he was when he was flying, okay. So he was a human ping pong. He was a human so cannonball. A he was name, basically a human cannonball. A better name yes. for him would have been ping pong. Well, and then they probably would have done something horrible, like yes. made him from Hong Kong or something. So, yeah, then, yeah. We and he yes, had we panda based powers, yes. and we would have been like, no, no, please, no, no, no. That's too no nineteen eighties comics. Please no. Reel it back in. And then we had uh. Douglas, I can't remember what Douglas's name was. Douglas, Douglas something. Douglas McDouglas, who was Cypher, who had the lamest power ever. Did he die? Tell, he he died. did die. Yeah. He died. I think I know. He, I do know of he Douglas. Died. He died. <laughs> they killed him off. But they also Douglas. But they also had to bring in a alien to boost him up so that he could be more interesting because his power was essentially he could read any language okay. at all like any in the in the universe so like he, he basically like, had the only power that would be actually be useful in the real world yes yeah and also the only yeah. power that might possibly be looked over in our real world yeah, because no would one would think that was a mutant be, power yeah why would you like, just not be making six figures yes on Wall Street? Douglas. yes be a trans yeah translate stuff like just go translate just, things just leave constantly. why are you in the school that blows up all yes. the time go yeah. Go somewhere and make some Douglas. Go make money. Yeah, instead. Hello, my name is Douglas and I am an X-Men. Are you? My name is Douglas McDouglas. My yeah. superhero name is Douglas. Yeah, I can't remember what Doug. I don't remember. No, why I can't Douglas. remember. Oh, Douglas Ramsey. That uh, was his name. Oh, you remembered. I want to say mullet. Shan is Shan McCoy, but I don't think that's right. I think, did Douglas have a mullet? Was he blonde with a mullet? No, that's that's Cannonball. Okay. Because, you know, because he's a hillbilly. 
Because he's a Kentucky hillbilly. Remember, he's no, the no, one that like, has the... Not like a bad mullet. Not like a, a, a no, redneck no. mullet. Like a, a 1980s... No, no. No, he I'm had... every man character. No, he had a floppy... A no, he had a beetle... He had a beetle haircut. Okay. Yeah, it was more like a beetle cut. I don't... He was also friends with Kitty Pride. Okay. Because computer stuff. They like... Nerds. They both like... They, 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 were, <laughs> they were in each other's D&D Yes, groups. probably. That's, I mean, let's be honest. Yes, that's probably he true. Played bar- he played a barbarian whose name was also Douglas. Or Warlock, and that's why he was a... <laughs> and that's why Warlock and him bonded. And then there was Warlock! Who is an alien from a techno organic world that then that is escaping his horrible evil father the Magus or Magnus and uh who basically yep. doesn't evil. he basically you know it's the Borg Queen and he Borg, wants to the, absorb the everything Borg and King. yeah and he's or the you know the or Goblin the, King or the or whatever. the giant brains from yeah, Futurama the Gnome King yeah he's a giant brain he just wants to absorb everything and Warlock's like no I don't want to. I like things. I, I like, like things. The, I like this butterfly. Oh, oh, no, and also, like when you, well, yeah, when he touches things, they turn into the thing. They turn like him. Bitmappy. Yeah, yes. yeah. I there guess. was a thing, but it I, wasn't. I, but it wasn't always. I, it I was have a come weird. The characters, I think, in other X. Yeah, but yeah. I never. Well, yeah, they're they're actually a very very prevalent in one of my favorite story arcs, which is the Asgardian Wars. Um, it's the New Mutants, the X Men, right. and Alpha Flight, and Loki. Storm in an upsetting outfit, and we're like, that's bordering on sexual uh, battery there, Loki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he puts her in a weirdly sexy outfit that's and then, like a lace up front, and it's like, yeah, because he's gonna turn her into the goddess of thunder. Yeah, yeah. And there's a weird. There's like, but he turns like, her into a. St- but she's kind of statuary for a little while. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be the one. Yeah, I, and there's a weird, weirdly, whole thing, I, and I was like, who? Wait, I. Is- I weirdly like that whole story arc. That's the one it's where really the color flies a plane, but then yes. has a special hat and scarf he yes. wears whenever he flies the plane. And, and a kept, coat. And a coat. And I kept he has fixating a whole, on he that. Has that a, he, he's got a special outfit. He looks, he looks like the guy from The Tales of the Golden Monkey. Yes. Which I, is why. I couldn't stop fixating on the fact yes. that Nightcrawler had a special pilot's outfit yes. that he not only put on when he flew the plane, but then took off when it was action time. Right. And then when they were going to fly back, put the outfit back. Back yeah, because damn it, he can't fly a plane without a scarf. Well, he leaves it there. He leaves he it in the plane under, under the seat. Yeah, yeah. it's in the plane. No, that's for plane times. That's for plane times. And then yeah. he has to take it off because they have to go fight a guy. Yes, you do only that to read. Yes, no, I loved that. And it was and it was very entertaining. But I was a little disturbed by Loki's fashion choices for everyone. Yes, well, it's true. You know. And he, then he does. And then I got very. And then I got so distracted by Nightcrawler's pilot outfit, I forgot what the rest of the plot yeah, was. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, but then. Oh, no, wait. And then I, I was. I was focused on the fashion. All right, and then the last two characters. Oh, okay, sorry. There's no, more. there's more. Last two more. characters. Uh-huh. Was, Somebody better than Douglas? Oh my god! So the my the last two are my favorites. Okay, so, you're so saving them for last. I'm saving them for last. So Danielle Moonstar, who is codenamed Mirage, and she is Cheyenne. And, uh, she has the mutant ability to pull out dreams and nightmares out of your subconscious and then turn, okay. make them real. And I assume at some point had a crossover with Sandman. No. Oh. 
but she does but she but in the Asgardian wars she does become a Valkyrie which makes her powers very very helpful because she likes to project terrible horrible death things to people so you know and also she then gets a flying winged horse named Bright Moon that then becomes her her I'm main, her, my her best friend, because they know. imprint on each other, and then you, said, know. you can't, you can't give that pony to somebody else. Yeah, because also because furry <laughs> things. Well, because <laughs> when you get a magical flying horse that imprints upon you, you're not gonna give it right. away. Yes, exactly. And then the last one was Ileana Rasputin, Pietro Rasputin's baby sister, who has a very disturbing story of how she becomes part of the new mutants she has a her own limited cert yeah she starts off as being like six uh-huh. in the x-men and, and then, then she went, gets kidnapped upsetting to put a child in this yes and then scenario. she gets kidnapped and put into t- by a demon dude named velasco and then gets aged up basically yeah she's gone for like two seconds and when she comes out of the rift that to into uh-huh. limbo she comes out and she is now like 16 well, and they age is not a name no. that i would pick for a demon no and then magic iliana yes. rasputin has uh also has a soul sword because uh and ha- her mutant ability it is teleportation discs oh. and so what she does with the teleportation discs is it make allows her to essentially walk between worlds and she can open the disc and walk through limbo to then wherever else she wants to go. Okay. Um, and then because she was in the, the, the demon realm of limbo, mm-hmm. she learns magic as well because magic is a thing. Cause magic is real. Is real. And so is science. Yes. And, and science also makes magic and sometimes monsters. Yeah. So the whole <laughs> thing is ridiculous, but I loved it. I've tried. I'm. I'm hesitant to go back and re re reread these because I started reading the first six pages and was like, "This oh, is disturbing." I forget that this was. Upsetting. How did I read these when I was a kid? Like, seriously, without like going into hiding. So yeah. So. Did you know that whew. Rasputin, the real Rasputin? This is not yeah. related to comics at all, but the real Rasputin, the actual guy, yeah. supposedly had a daughter that became a a circus person. And was huh. mauled by a bear. Oh, well, and see, then survived. Well, see, that is very interesting because we'll get to we'll we have a story about a bear after we Does play some it music. Maul a it, child. It mauls some teenagers. Oh, there you there go. go. And so we're gonna play some music, and then we'll get back to New Mutant Horror.
Sometimes it's like someone took a knife, be edgy and blunt, but a six inch valley through the middle of my soul. I see why you might choose it. I'd rather have a madman wasp because he plays all the music. Choose the madman wasp. He plays all the music. Thank、you 
Don't be ashamed, you ain't the first to play the game I'm sure the monks fall in love with your life When you mess with a demon like me They'll get just what you deserve I'm telling you, you bit off more than you can chew And I am this bit as bad as you Yes. And so, uh, all right, the horror that is the demon bear. It is it is both fantastic. We were, okay. So, all right, so back up. Okay, what? Demon bear. Demon bear. There's a demon bear. There's, There's a, a story bear. arc. There's a story okay. arc in the new mutant. No, I just wanted to throw it out there. Demon right. bear. Demon bear. Demon bear. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be the first time in this podcast that demon evil bears, bears have been re- that we've had drop bears, we've oh, had the night bears, night bears. You know, I feel like demon, the demon bear bears. would fit right in. Yeah, in it's fact, like, the demon bear wouldn't even likely be like, oh, demon, demon bear. Yeah, like, ugh, we've seen you before. <sighs> yeah, that's some original material, Crawford Cabaret. Well, so uh, the demon bear story arc is what I, th- I'm fairly certain that's what the New Mutant movie that's coming out is going to be about. Oh, is it still coming out? 
I don't know. Okay. We, We're not, we, I mean, we could have Googled it, but we did not. We did not. But, but, uh, but I'm fairly certain that, that, that is the story arc that they're doing because, uh, because they're leaning heavily into the horror realm and that was, right, that was a right. pretty hor- horrific story. They were story. It like a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, the story. I mean, it was a demon bear. I remember the story as being drawn really cool and I remember being kind of creeped out by it and it being a good story and everything. Now, uh-huh. this is all based on my memory. I have not reread it. Um, I did Google it briefly <laughs> so that I could re- try and remember some of the different parts to it. And there was definitely some problematic things like... Two uh, in, of the eighties comic book, you say? Yes, like two oh, of the characters, okay. they turn into Native American, and then people. Yes, no, like not. I, mean, I, I don't mean to say it like no, like people, no, like, like not, like not Native American people. They turn into Native Americans, and then the and then when the and then when the story is ended. They are apparently still Native Americans, I guess, because maybe they wanted to have more Native Americans in the comic, and rather than creating new characters, they morphed these other ones into it. Yeah, I. Yeah, no, I. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. I, and also, I in have a, so many questions. And in a comic about book, that choice. Yeah, and in a comic book, and the, and this story arc is a heavily focused in on on Mirage on Daniel Mo- uh, Moonstar, I, I a see. Native American character, which uh-huh. is cool. Like, oh, yay, nineteen eighties, being very super progressive and having other ethnicities in your comic book. But there's a lot of problems uh, here. Problems here. Also, when you imply that Native Americans exist because demon bears possess people, that's a strange. Well, quite possibly. Also, the fact that strange choice that you've made. Yeah. Also, the fact that you know she's supposed to be Cheyenne. Uh huh. And they put her in various what would be considered Native American things. So, like, but they don't. They're more Apache. Yeah, no. Or desert tribal things, or make believe things, or from like yeah, the you know the Lone Ranger. Yeah, and a lot of that seems a little problematic and weird, and also like, hey, you know what? What I have found about that help that's helped. I mean, and I am saying this purely as someone who is not native at all, and so if if there are any native, uh. Listeners. listeners out there please pl- please forgive me and bear with me i because because please forgive our ignorance yes i am not in any way trying to claim that i am an expert or have any of like it, this is just my thought process i'm fairly and, certain no one got possessed by a demon yes. there but also you know like instead of taking up a tribe that actually is real and exists and perverting their actual real belief system mm-hmm. and all of that stuff maybe i don't know make up one 
No, because then it's going to get even worse, though. Is it? Yeah. I mean, then you're gonna then you're gonna have weirder and dumber. Well, I just feel like I'd rather like I don't know. I personally, I would rather there be a made up country. No. That you can make up stuff for. They can't even be trusted with that because oh. you know how they do with that. Yeah. Well, no. Well, like, the example. No, they do that with Asian cultures well, all yeah. the time, oh, and it's yeah. just it's it's true. Awful but I mean, I was the example I was thinking of was Charles Delint's, uh, the Kikaha tribe yeah. in a in the Newford books, and how, like he tr- he basically just uses, uh. You know, he uses actual real tribal stuff from multiple tribes. Right, right. And but he's done research into it. So it's right. not like so it's he's not doing it with respect, but also with he doesn't want to like he he doesn't want to upset any Right, you don't want to make a fictional fictional thing of actual people's people. belief systems yeah. because that's rude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ask, ask ask everyone when anything that pops up that has voodoo. Yes. <laughs> you know. But yeah. That's a real religion. Yes. Uh, and I'm pretty sure zombies aren't involved. Uh, but, but and yeah, if they're and if they like are, you can't, you can't yeah. trust. You can't no. trust like the 1980s comic. No, no, they no. They do that with Asian cultures. Yeah, all oh the God, time. yes. They make yeah. up. They make up countries left and right, and it's yeah. just a mishmash of. of yeah. Oh yeah. Of, ooh, foreign. I'm yes. Using scare quote finger quotes yes. that no one can see right uh but yes oh. asian things and it just ends up being just as bad yeah. just as oh bizarre. yeah no and, it's and, true again we're not native we don't know how people that are first nations feel about charles Dillon making up a, a yeah. old hog they might be like yeah that's a little kind of insulting too because eh, yeah i don't know that's true that aren't that don't go together um, maybe hire here. You know what? Yeah. You know what you should do when you want to be recept- respectful and and write a character that is from a culture that is not of your own, and you want to, you know, you probably hire somebody from that culture to yeah. help out, and you know, make sure like you know, make sure that you're not doing anything incredibly yeah. insulting, like yeah. using yeah. a demon bear to turn people into Native Americans. Yeah. Cause, that yeah i don't know what to think about that that's so no weird. it's it's very Just weird like i mean i know comics comics as a history of this we discussed that with yeah. psylocke and yeah. we were like yeah that's not uncomfortable at all yeah uh, yeah mm, mm, bravo for wanting to expand the all white you know historically yeah. team-ups and we branch out a little bit so probably well, no and that is one of the things that i always liked about that is one of the things that i always liked about the x-men yeah the, that is one of the things that i always I liked about the x-men was the fact that I that so it questions that i'm so afraid to ask. yeah please don't I won't. right now i won't i can't but I can't. but that one um, but that is one of the things that i liked about the x-men titles and the new mutants was that it actually it actually had people from other ethnicities and other nationalities yeah. in it so it actually made me curious about those nationalities and countries and, countries and, cultures. and cultures and so that I went and looked up right. information and, rep- and reference and so uh, everybody should be yeah, able to, but, to see but themselves it, as, as a hero but yes but also uh, 1980s comics not 
not necessarily the best. <laughs> uh... Aren't there several rape stories, like, right off the back? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Shan, Karma's backstory. Yeah, of course. Pretty horrible. Is. So horrible. Oh, 1980s. Yeah. Comics. Yeah. It was not. And I actually, that was part of the reason why I had to go, whoa, this is darker than I remembered it being. <laughs> Like, and maybe it was, I'm afraid to go back now. Well, and maybe it's because I, I, being a young child when I read them, I didn't, well, I didn't necessarily understand what they were inferring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you just glossed over it in your mind. Yeah, well, I, no, I honestly just think that I did, I just didn't understand what they were referencing at the time. Uh, Now that I am older and reading it, it's like, wow, that's. Wow, that's um, what they're referencing, and I'm not comfortable with that. Cannonball has been, you know, secretly beaten by his drunk dad who worked for NASCAR. Douglas is. Um, it's not a NASCAR, but I oh, believe it's uh-oh. a mine. I believe he's a miner, and I think that is actually a thing. Oh, drunk You're daddy. not joking. Drunk I'm not dad like I redneck child. Yes, I uh-huh. I don't think that's I don't think that's far is off the. <laughs> no, but Renee, but Rain, Rain Sinclair is an orphan, and she is uh-huh. raised by she's no, a priest, oh. a Scottish priest that is a that is uh, abusive and <laughs> and and basically uh, when she starts manifesting her mutant power is essentially uh, considered like uh, they, they that he's possessed. Her. Yeah, that they want to exercise her and they're possessed and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. So all, all all of these children are suffering from trauma. Scandals. Some sort of horrible childhood traumas <sighs> inflicted by the adults around them and it makes me very upset and and I want to save all of them. Maybe that's not, <laughs> like the, maybe that's my new interpretation of the of the new mutants is is come no here, no babies. come here babies let me take care of you. Let me take <laughs> like, you away from like, all of these adults including come, Charles Xavier yes. because he cannot be trusted. We already know he can't be trusted. School. Who keeps giving him these children? Who's giving who is signing off on this? Why did Is no, he why is did he can't google him. Is he is it cuz he's a bald rich white man bald in a wheelchair? Yeah, like, he can do no wrong. Like oh but but I think we touched on this last time maybe yes. something darker. Yes. He's a psychic. Yeah, maybe he's he's just stealing. He's he's like the orphan catcher, and he steals them all. He's stealing all of your children. Stealing these children. Maybe maybe he was the bad guy all along. Magneto was trying to save them. Yes. Oh oh, there Uh, no. See, we just uh, took it to a totally different creepy place. All right. (laughs) We can be creepy too. X Men books. Yes. Oh God. We'll turn the New Mutants into a horror show. It's fine. It was a horror show before we got there. I know. It's true. Oh. I didn't even... Yeah, no. It gets... It gets... It gets... People's race. It gets even weirder as it goes. Because Rob Liefeld joins up. Oh, no. (laughs) Suddenly, everyone had 39 different pockets. And no feet. And teeny tiny little feet. And scoliosis. And on that note, let's play some more music.
episode is brought to you by Archibald H. Gearbottom, Robot Attorney. Long have the imperfectly fleshy masses of law doctors, biased by glandular emotional fits, dominated the field of legal discourse. Let the cold logic of steel and the exquisite clockwork engineering of its rhetorical gearbox make objections stay objectionable, pick jurors with laser-guided accuracy, and file motions at speeds of well over 80 miles per hour. Nary a judge will remain unconvinced when its bowler flaps back with a jet of steam, it rears up behind the defense to its court-approved height of 12 feet and interjects, Permission to treat the witness as hostile, deploying cross-examination probe in five, four, three. Archibald H. Gearbottom, robot attorney, court hastily adjourned. And, brewed according to terrifying laboratory specifications, Leon Tangibosh's Every Butter can be used in any instance where one thing can be vastly approved by smearing it with something else. Employed as a bread topping, industrial lubricant, suntan lotion, or baby formula. Use it to cheat at baseball, cheat on your taxes, cheat on your spouse, cheat death, or subsequently hasten it. Leon Tangibosh's Every Butter. It's apparently helpful. And as always, the clockwork cabaret flitters down from the heavens in mass to clog the streets and driveways of Mad Wasp Radio. Get a shovel! <laughs>
Oh, oh, oh. 
nothing. Dang you songs that don't end when I think they're going to end because I can't actually see the monitor. That was Senor Coconut with Sweet Dreams. Before that, we had Cotton Jammer with Demon Kitty Rag. And starting off our set was Feist with I Feel It All. And Emmett has been ranting about Rob Liefeld for the past several minutes. I was trying to get it out of my system. We have saved you. So that I wouldn't spend the next 45 minutes ranting, ranting about, about it Rob on, on, the, on the podcast, on the hey. recorded bits. Hey. He was clearly doing something right for the 1990s and 80s because he got a lot of work on a lot of books and made a lot of money. I just assume he met somebody. So, he knew somebody no, or he no, was related to somebody. No, he, you know, he got better or for worse. I mean, the 90s were like that kind of style was very popular. It was all over and in varying degrees. Yeah, but Everyone it was... Everyone had giant poofy hair. No one had a top on any of their garments yeah. so that their giant poofy hair could stick out of the top of it. No, I know Gambit was a bandoliers. Big thing. Yeah. yeah no. Everyone loved a bandolier. Everyone loved a tight bodysuit and a loose coat. Yeah, no, it was it was like how many different styles of dusters can we get people to wear? What if the dusters didn't have I just, arms? I just, Hold yeah. up. They had big muscly arms. Also, what if part of the body was cyborg? Or was wearing armor that made it look like a cyborg. Ugh. And everyone has 38,000 little pouches and pots to carry their keys and stuff. I'm not sure that was really a thing. All the tiny pockets? No, I really think that that was, it was just Liefeld. No, 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 there were other artists that did it too. Really? Yes, yes. Oh. It was, it was a style. It was a style. He was not I the only one doing it. I don't. But, I mean, he, he's the one that everybody likes to make fun of because he also drew the tiniest feet. He was like, oh, no feet. <laughs> Forget feet. Feet are hard. I'm going to put them behind this he ball. He also made everyone not have a spine. <laughs> he also had some strange... He had, he had, some, he had some anatomy yes. things. He stylized the figures in a way. That didn't make sense. That could be upsetting no, and if I've, he stopped I've heard that about a human body that operates like yeah, but and, you know, and I've heard that he's a decent human being, maybe. And and, and, and that's panels were easy I mean the action was easy to follow. Yeah. You know, and that is that is a skill. It, it's I understand. Just, I, anatomy wasn't as strong, so he really liked tiny pockets. And the huge guns. <laughs> guns that was, looked like hair dryers. Well, I mean, that was also, that that was just not comics. That was like that, everything. Like, you know, Rambo always had a bigger gun. Yeah, movie, Rambo but. Rambo had a bigger uh, gun. And, no. You know, Robocop just, came out. But it just. Uh, it just wasn't uh, for you. It wasn't your particular style. And no. you were disappointed. When that also, the stories were terrible. Yes. How I, could they ever compete with a demon bear who changes your ethnicity? There was bird brain. I don't know what that is. There was a, there was a whole <laughs> island of Doctor Moreau thing that happened. I can't join you in this journey yes. of, of no. anger because I don't know what any of this. Is. So to no. me, it's all equal. Yeah, parts no, of it's music. just it's no. It was just there was there was a whole like island of Doctor Moreau thing. Mm. That's how they kill off Doug. Oh, poor Doug. Cipher, you know. Yeah, oh, his, his, and then Warlock his has a whole parents that he may have. We never solved whether or not Doug was an orphan. No, he's uh, not. He's not because I believe because so I believe a Kitty Pride has to go tell his parents that oh. she, that that Doug and Doug 
Doug Senior and Doug Lena. Yeah, I don't remember what their names them. are. Mr. and Mrs. Doug. Doug, Doug Senior. Doug, Doug Big Senior. Doug. Big Doug. Big Doug and Big and Doug Lena. Yeah, she has to go tell them. Oh, oh poor Mr. and Mrs. Doug. Yes. Hearts were broken. I don't know. Very sad. I that there's a superhero Doug. I mean, I have a brother named Doug, but still. <laughs> still. Oh, Doug. Yeah, that Are was... there any other superheroes named Douglas? I can't think of any. Not off the top of my head. There they're probably the... is one, oh but I gosh, can't think of any. all my new favorite characters. Anyone that's named Doug. Any, any Douglases. Super... I need a Wikipedia article. We'll have to look up. Superheroes oh, named Doug. Doug. <laughs> Send them to your brother. <laughs> I it. Hey, hey. Hey, Doug, did you know about Cypher? You could all play cosplay as oh, always. Oh, you know, hey. Doug, for next Halloween, you could also be Doug. Well, there was that cartoon was in the nineties. Yeah, in the nineties. He just he just wore he, he a sweater. Quail man. He's his. Yes. I guess he could be a superhero named yeah. Doug Douglas. He is. There you go. He wore a green There's sweater two. vest. There's two. We two. Green sweater vest, green brown sweater shorts, vest. and a white. And then like shirt. underwear. Yes, and a white t-shirt under a sweater vest. It was yeah. a look. Shorts and a sweater vest. And then when he became Quail Man, I believe he added a cape and yeah. underpants on the outside of the shorts. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Can we cosplay as Quail Boy? I think Quail people Man. have cosplayed as Quail Man before. Have they? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay. It's a 90s cartoon. Come on. All right. Has anyone ever cosplayed as Cypher? There's a question. I don't know. <laughs> hey, cosplayers. Is... Just wear black and Duh. yellow and uh have and be blonde. Thing. That's there you go. Be I a blonde swear dude. He had a mullet. He didn't. He had like a beetle cut. It was right. very boring. Okay, I no. think oh well, in the Asgardian Wars some someone did draw him kind of mullety looking. That's actually now that I think of it. But he also had a dog collar on because he was being imprisoned oh, by dear. Amara the Enchantress, so there's so a whole, upsetting. so a whole level of thing oh, there. Are we sure that's why that was going on? We already had a whole upsetting oh, outfit. No. There was a there was some weird bondage undertones well, going on in that comic. It, well, so the whole idea that I, the whole the takeaway that I always took from that is that Loki was really into bondage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole you know Asgardian like, look. Le- there was a lot of le- leather daddy. There was a thing. lot of lace and le- like yeah. lace up, not lace, yes. like, but like lace up leather bits. Yeah. 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 And, was... and some support garments. Yes. All the ladies there. A lot. There was a so. lot. Yeah. Yeah, there was... Yeah. There's a whole <laughs> lot of questions. Not a lot of answers. It's still one of my favorite story arcs, though. Uh, I, I have actually read that story arc recently, and I still find it to be humorous. Also, because Alpha Flight... Do you think that's... Because Alpha Flight... got super sweaty... Wearing that jacket and scarf over top of his normal furriness. Well, furriness and also his normal costume. He's got he had like the well, so full the, body. I outfit. have a I have a question. I've always what? questioned his of uh, the costume because uh-huh. is the costume blue and white and red? No, his costume was black, red, and white. Over the blue furry body. Yeah. Oh, so I assume. It is a because because spandex. sometimes because sometimes it's drawn 
and it looks kind of like it's just a red speed like red bodysuit uncomfortably red bodysuit drawn over his no, furry body this. and then he's just got boots and gloves on <laughs> like that sometimes that's how it's drawn i don't so it's that's, not it no, I, he has like a turtleneck also that's no. again strange choice for a dude covered in fur yes like Beast is just wearing like little shorts yeah sometimes not even that yeah sometimes something beast is running around naked yeah well sometimes maybe i don't know it's a lot of i have a lot of questions lot about of questions, questions. also sasquatch in alpha flight in the asgardian wars uh he i don't think he's wearing anything he's also running and he's naked. a big furry dude just a bandolier when he when he turns when he turns human <laughs> when he turns human he has on? underwear on oh okay so well, the, the so i assume is... that he has underwear on when he's when he's sasquatch yeah, but but then like and his name is walter why is there fur over the underwear then yeah i don't know how does that work it's a it's a layer of questions also, that like, i don't if, understand if, if, yeah if 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 Michael has a, a a, a low pill buzz, yeah, which we're assuming he does. Yeah. wouldn't that like wouldn't that like spandex like just hang on? Yeah, yeah, wouldn't I it? Can't imagine that. Would how be much very uncomfortable? How much and sweaty? Yeah, how much baby powder would you have so to be wearing? Much baby powder. Yeah, no, so many questions and no answers. And no answers because these aren't real. <laughs> well, no, they're cartoons. Yes, or comics. Yes. All right. Should we play some more music? I think we should. I think we're thinking way too hard about this. <laughs> about the... In a way that no one else is thinking too hard about it. Like no one else is going. Where's Mike? Is Mike? What is? Is it just gloves? What's going on with Mike? Is is he getting like a? Is he got baby powder? Like nobody wants to know these questions answered. Are yeah. you sure? Well, I feel like there are people out there who have those questions. I feel like there are. There are fanfics out there that answer those questions, okay, but well, we would have to go and find them. I don't want to. Send them I want... fanfics. No. <laughs> Send them to me. <laughs> you can do that by emailing us at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com. Uh, in the Put subject, in the subject line, fanfic. attention, Lady Addercop. So I know. It's for me. X-Men fanfic. <laughs> I mean, I know and they're the... out there. Yeah, they send gotta the... be out there, and if they're not, I'm writing them. There Nightcrawler and the baby powder adventure. <laughs> Look for it. It's going to be on AO3. It's not. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> on that note, I'm, I'm going to press a button.
Control. 
why would you do that to the aeronauts? That was the aeronauts with the robot. <laughs> Just a robot named Doug. No, the robot's now, I don't Warlock. know. Warlock. I don't know if the robot's name is Doug. Warlock was the robot. No, no, I mean... Oh, that robot the in the song? song. Oh, yeah. I, I just know. wanted everybody's name to Doug now. Until, that works. Until proven otherwise. Before that, we had the Hot Rats with Queen Bitch. And starting off our set was Eagles of Death Metal with Speaking in Tongues.
quality internet radio like this doesn't come easy, but it does come cheap, and you can help pay for it. Simply head over to madwaspradio.com and click on their donate button to help keep shows like ours on the British airwaves. Or, if you like this clockwork of cabarets, this crazy thing we do, you can donate to us directly by going to agnealtstudios.com and donating one of multiple ways. In fact, we'll even take unmarked bills slipped discreetly under the nearest lavatory door. staggering out. Before that we had Katrina and the Waves with Walking on Sunshine and starting off our set with Moon 7 with 
Werewolves of London. <laughs> I'm fading fast on the New Mutants. <laughs> on, the new, on information about the New Mutants. No, I, know. <laughs> I know. I was very excited about the first part, and then I and you know, and there was Bird Brain in the middle. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we went off on a tear. A tear about Rob Liefeld. And then I can't really remember. Basically, New Mutants then started turning into X-Factor. Or no, not X-Factor, X-Force. Yeah. So from there, it started mutating into X-Force. And then it, and then New Mutants ended shortly before uh, X-Force became its own title. And, and yeah, and then they used, and they picked up the teenagers. Some of the teenagers from 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 New Mutants went into X-Force and then uh, I think it was 91 that the title ended and then three years later in mm-hmm. 94 it became they start they they came back to the teen thing and started Generation X yes which, which I have read and you have read that's when I have read yes, yes I, yeah because you liked Chris Bacalau but that's not, not Bacalau <laughs> It's a fish dish that I enjoy saying the name to. Uh, yes, no, he was a. I followed him over from a uh, death. From he had done a death. He had done a couple of death miniseries. Like death, Image. death in the high cost of living. I think death in the high cost of living. Yeah. And I think he had done another one as well. The second one. Yeah, I checked. The, the yeah. The other death one. The other one. Yeah, so I did, had both of them. Two, yes, he did two death yeah. limited runs, and I really liked his art style. Uh, he did the the really famous drawing of death where she's got the umbrella, yeah, uh, sitting on the gravestone, yeah. But and then I, yeah, so we followed him over. He had the weird inking style and did a lot of swirlies that yeah. I liked. Yeah, and that book was also problematic. Yeah, <laughs> it just followed the. Just picked it, up. It, it just picked up where had one of uh, Cannonball's siblings, Paige Guthrie. Yes, she was Husk, I believe. Yes, yes. Uh, and then, and also kept tried to keep the whole like, you know, keep kids from different parts of the world. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Jubilee was in that one. Yeah, actually, I liked that version of Jubilee. Yeah, that version was good. I liked her in uh, that book, uh, I, and it was. It also spawned a terrible, terrible TV movie. That's right. I think we've talked yeah. about that before, yeah. haven't we? And you yeah. saw it. I did I have, not. I saw it live I and in was, person. I mean, it was on TV. I was in I saw college it. at the time. I didn't see it. I, I didn't too, have a television. I, too, was in college. I watched it. I did not have a television. And, and uh, the screams of rage. <laughs> that I cannot even. I would that, have been so mad at it. I can't even it imagine. Was, it, was, uh, it was everything that you Except. don't want in an in a comic book show, TV movie, but everything you probably expected in a t- comic book TV uh. movie at the time. If you ever saw the Fox version of Doctor Who no, in the, the 90s, the American uh, version, um, uh, that's also... Very similar. Yeah, well, because it's the same, same company, same t- TV. I was just going to say, same television studio. Yeah, same studio. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, oh. who apparently think that people who like that kind of stuff are morons, Ugh. I think. Well. I think there's a lot of assumptions and insulting assumptions mm. and uh, and maybe because it was the 90s, I don't know. I think, I think that channel was like, hey, 
Everybody loves the X-Files. We make the X-Files. So it doesn't matter what we do. You will watch this crap. Out. You like, oh, you like sci-fi? Okay. Here. Here's this sci-fi that we're going to do. No, it's terrible. How badly the accents. Oh my god. There wasn't even Okay. So so let me so Okay. Oh, this is gonna for one, this is going to date me and also show show how terrible my uh T V watching habits were of in in young 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 Emmett T V watching habits. Uh so they had Emma Frost played by what's her name? I think Manola Hughes, uh. I think was her name. Anyway, she was on General Hospital. Okay. And did, did I recognized they, her. Did they give her a British accent? She, well, she's British. Oh, she's British in real life. Okay. She's British in real life. Okay. All so right. that's fair. Oh, yeah. But she's dark haired naturally. They uh-huh. put a really a bad, bad wig. bleach yes. blonde wig on her. Oh. <sighs> Sounds they so also had a. So good. They also had a lot of like weird focused light shadow things going on, dark in the background, focused light things. Uh-huh. Um, like they light, made. Light. Oh, you mean like like a light beam? Like yes, yeah. Because then, yeah. then they don't have to have a background, right? Yeah, but it, like very <laughs> we focused. We don't actually have to shoot this in a location if we just put it on yeah. the sound studio yeah. and use a spotlight. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, I mean, it's been a long time and I have not watched it, but I believe they made Jubilee more of like a valley girl well, mall thing. she was supposed to be thing. like a valley girl mall. Yeah. Kid, um, wasn't she? I a little, that was... yeah, that was a thing, yeah. but it wasn't. I thought she was supposed to be from like California. She, and, uh, like, no, kinda... she's, no, they find, like, if you follow the comic book, oh, they know. find her in like. Hong Kong. Oh, that's worse. And then, and then, no, and then they've least... made her, and then they've made her like a valley girl. Yeah, from... but that's a better decision. Yeah, but that's where. But, <laughs> but that's a better decision. They made a bet. That's a, one of but... the rare instances they improved the characters. I see. I always yeah. thought Jubilee was supposed to be like from the valley, kind of like a kid that. No, they I'm... meet her in. I one hundred percent. No, I think she's supposed to. I be getting Jubilee's backstory, the one I know from the cartoon. Well, yeah, no, I like that. They do meet her. In I the think mall, she should be. So. I think she should be like a Harajuku. <laughs> I think she should be a Harajuku Juku girl, like Lolita girl or whatever, like because no. that's where she's supposed to be. Because she's supposed to be that's like Japanese. If she's no, supposed to be Chinese. No, but like, or maybe yeah, but Hong Kong, like, but but very much into that kind of that kind of style. She's also I... dressed like Robin. Her costume is a Robin costume. The only person she is... I ever knew from Hong Kong had a British accent. Yeah, and was a punk. Yeah, so, so you, there you go. There there's you go. Jubilee for you. Right. She's got a British yeah. accent However you want to do it. But it's. I'm in the fashion. But there was just something about yeah. There was just something about it that felt wrong. All of it felt wrong. It just felt wrong. No. Also, I think it was a bad like again. I love. Also, Matt Frewer is in it, I believe, and Matt Frewer was in everything in the nineties. Like basically, Max Headroom happened, and then he was like, "I will be in every movie, (laughs) everything that I possibly." Part for me, I would love. Like I, I haven't had a thing to do. No, I think it's just like a scientist dude. Uh-huh. I don't think he is even the bad guy. Like yeah, I, I don't know. They just you, he he's in a lot of things. Yeah. I love him. Every time I see him in something, I'm like, I will totally watch you in everything. I don't know. Max Headroom was great. Yeah. I 
it, it see, like, if, 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 but he's one of those actors. But yes, Generation X is basically more insulting, honestly, having read the comic. And again, really, yes. like the artist. If you think about the characters and the backstories. Oh, no. Well, also, all the backstories it, are terrible, too. Everything about that comic was worse. Yeah. Than, oh, probably. Yeah, that's true. The New Mutants, honestly, was worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're. Yeah. They. They really wanted to make right. everything gritty. Everything well, had to be gritty and dark. It's not even gritty. And... They just made, like, all of the most insulting choices. Yeah, they no, made all of true. the worst stereotypes. You know, it's like, true. It's like, we're going to have a Hispanic kid, kid from Central East L.A. Because that's a thing in the 90s. Everybody knows about. So, yes, of course he's in a gang. Yes. And his superpower is that he has really loose skin. Yeah, and he's gray. <laughs> Let's make him gray yeah, yes. too, and then give him a a superhero name, Skin. Yeah. Oh God, that's just uh, yeah. <laughs> just say yeah. it. Just even having to say it out loud and hear it in in the headphones is just bleh. yeah, yeah. No, and then you've got a character. I've... That blew half his face off with his psychic powers, and I was always like, "How does he?" Eat? Oh, but I I have to admit, How I have does, to admit does that he just throw like whole raw chickens in. There I have to admit that, the that I have Chamber. to admit, cha- yeah, no, I was, was yeah, I'm gonna have to admit something though. You here. Like, you like I had a Chamber. crush on Chamber. You like Chamber? Yeah, he seemed, way, he the... seemed broken and 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 appealed to me. Also, he wore a leather jacket. Yeah, and was British. Yeah, but. He hit all of my the yeah right, the, right the right buttons for for right young buttons. for young Emmett. I did I did really wonder how he was alive. Yeah, like you know the whole like horribly scarred by your mutant power. Okay, cool. How do you eat though, Jono? Yeah. Hey, also, I don't think that's a real nickname that anybody in the real no. world has ever had ever. Yeah. A actually, and I I have actually done. You've known a Jono. You have known a Jono and you've been keeping this a secret from me because that's just as bad as Douglas. Jono and Douglas. I do know a Jono. I also adventures. I also know some other Is people. Is it short for Jonathan? Um no, well no, the Jono that I know was John Oliver. Oh. His his that's was his middle his first you and middle name. John Not the John Oliver, Oliver from the thing. That's yeah. Amazing. No, it was John Oliver and then he had a last name. I'm not going to name No, you're not going to name, name him out. And call him out. Not that he's listening, but that's just <laughs> but, no. But it's, I'm just like that's not a real nickname anybody has ever had. No, but apparently, but it is. is. It is. And also, how do you eat? I've also known a Freddo. I've known people that I, go by the name weird. and then an O. Yes, <laughs> it was the same same family. Yes, partial. <laughs> Freddo was the dad. <laughs> then it was Jono, Jimmo, <laughs> daughter. Close, but <laughs> their daughter Jennyo, she went on to have a for to make a fortune selling lunch meat. But you're not wrong. Jenna <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, wine, Jenna <laughs> wine meat, <laughs> spelled M E E T. M E E T. This is baloney. <laughs> Baloney, spelled B A L O N E Y. I was just gonna say everything is spelled phonetically. Yes. It's a real thing. It really is. All right, let's play some more music. Right. We have gone way off <laughs> the just rails. Discussing lunch meat. Yes, luncheon meats. That let's seems like a thing. Because some... chamber made me think about it. Because oh, of face. Still, to this day. Yeah. How do you eat food? I assume just throws raw food down in there. Yeah. 
He cooks it on the way. He cooks it on the way. Yeah. It's a stuff that's
Gold Trap with Ride a Light Horse. Before that, we had I'm a Robot with A Lie. And starting off our set was The Wolf Gang Press with Blood Satisfaction. And we will end this week with the most song, the most fitting song. Oh, it's oh. by Dougie Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go, what are we ending this? I I picked the song and I don't it's remember that. Doug's Lament by Dougie oh. Dunn. No, it's Aurora with Warrior. And we'll see you all next week.
This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits.